0: Just stepped outside of the car at the North Berkeley BART station. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> These neighborhoods like the one in North Berkeley where I'm standing, they're all over the Bay Area. with One-story houses, small front yards, and they've been like this for a long time. I can't even imagine a scenario where everything just shoots up by the time I'm old, I'm just like surrounded by these incredibly tall buildings to where it is like the Jetsons. Okay, so maybe not the Jetsons. But because we've got a housing crisis, something's gotta give. So there's a new bill, and the bill would make it easier to create taller apartment and condo buildings around BART and other transit hubs. But it's super controversial. I'm Devin Katayama, welcome to the Bay. What's up? Hi, how are you? Thanks for meeting us here. Yeah. Aaron Baldessari is a reporter for the Bay Area News Group. And Aaron likes to think about the philosophy of transportation.
1: Exactly. How do you move around the city? What's it like getting from point A to point B? And how can different uh, policies or choices make your life better or worse?
0: So what's wrong with the way things are set up now, though? we got to have parking lots, people driving in from out of... Uh, out of the county maybe to this spot and they get on transit they hop on bart and they go downtown
1: well all of a lot of the east bays and in the bay area for that matter um, a lot of the way that the streets and roads were designed they were designed for cars transit became less popular and then they start we started changing the way that we made our streets the streets became wider we built more parking like you see here and it took up a, it takes up a lot of real estate. So if you think about where we are right now, I mean, I'm looking at th- three, one, one, two, three, four, five, six lots, maybe, where you could put uh, eight-story buildings right, and have yeah. maybe a 1,000 units of uh, houses and shops underneath.
0: That would totally transform this neighborhood.
1: It would be completely different.
0: Okay, compared to all the housing bills that have been passed or even considered, how how big is this one?
1: This could be pretty transformative. It's hard to really predict. You know, there's been some studies. I think McKinsey did a report. They said, you know, up to 3 million new homes, or apartments. 3 um, million new homes? Statewide, statewide. And it only affects really urban areas where they have this type of transit. But that's a huge number of uh, housing units that california is desperately in need of um you say it
0: only uh, um, affects urban areas berkeley is such an interesting city because growing up like i considered it urban but i look around and i I almost see the suburbs here like i almost see like single family yeah it
1: totally feels you know kind of bucolic and quaint and
0: (laughs) so scott weiner and introduces bill senate bill 827 um, what's the gist of it?
1: Basically, what they want, what he would like to see happen, is uh, to to reduce some of this debate that happens between local governments and developers when they're approving projects. He wants taller buildings near transit. Um, that'd be four to eight stories within a half mile radius of BART, so you can just draw a circle around the station. Or you know, Caltrain or any other major rail stop, and then a quarter mile from any bus stops with frequent service. Now that's defined as fifteen minutes or more during peak commute times.
0: Have you attended a lot of like city council meetings or In my uh, life? just town?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just- yes. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> town halls where where people are t- pushing back against this this kind of development.
1: For time immortal, people have been pushing back against uh, development of any kind in neighborhoods where they live.
0: And let me ask you this:
1: pretty standard, no matter where you go in the country. Pretty standard. You know, that being said, the vitriol can get pretty intense. In you know, in in particular cities, Berkeley is one of them. Um, You know, I, I don't mean to single them out, but you know, it can get pretty heated these debates. This bill really strikes at the heart of the development debate in the Bay Area. It gets to that NIMBY versus YIMBY. Yes, everyone wants development, but we're never going to have it if everyone doesn't want it next to them, right? One thing that affordable housing advocates have really tried to highlight in this bill is that it increases the value of property around these transit stops.
0: Do you find it interesting... How a city like Berkeley, which is kind of built off this liberal, progressive stance and, and these values, is now really having to grapple with keeping people out, kind of of their of their backyard, for lack of a better term, and the almost moral question that this raises.
1: It has never uh, been lost on me the fact that. In the progressive heart of the Bay Area, you also have the most staunch opposition to allowing newcomers to uh, live in your community. And a lot of times, quite frankly, it's based on fears of change and outsiders and who might be living in, those, in this uh, you know, new neighborhood or your new community. And I'm not saying in Berkeley, you know, it's based on race, but historically it has been. And you see it, you know, in the same way with transit services. A lot of that exclusion is because people don't want folks who don't look like them coming into their neighborhood.
0: Why why did you write this story?
1: It it has the, it has some really potential wide-ranging impacts for a lot of people in the Bay Area. And it could, it could be a really good force for good if it's done right. We could see a lot more housing built. And we might actually be able to start building the housing we need to get us out of this crisis.
0: And if it's done poorly?
1: Then we're going to have more people leaving the Bay Area because they can't afford to live here.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks for meeting me here.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Cities around the Bay Area, both big and small, have already shot down this bill, SB 827. Cities like Palo Alto, Milpitas, Sebastopol, and San Francisco.
1: We have already begun uh, opposing this bill. We will lose any ability to do any kind of zoning there, and it'll be done for us, so. This bill, Senate Bill 827, puts us on the precipice, and admittedly so, of getting back into the policymaking ...of displacement and the ruining of lives.
0: The bill is going to be making its way through the state legislature this spring. If you want to get details on that, get updates, check out kqed.org. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. When you're out with, like, friends, do people ask you about this kind of thing?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> do you bring it up? Uh, only at uh, cocktail parties when I'm trying to get someone away from me. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Um. So you stuck around. Congratulations. Let me introduce you to Scott Schaefer and Marisa Lagos.
1: Hey there, everybody. It is that time again. It's Political Breakdown from KQED. I'm Scott Schaefer, politics editor over here. I'm Marisa Lagos, part of this politics posse. Woo-hoo. Today on They the
0: co-host breakdown. a new show called Political Breakdown, which is not like your normal politics show. I'm a little biased. I love Scott and I love Marisa, but if you want to know who runs our world and why everything seems to be so political, then you'll love Political Breakdown. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts.